Yo, 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 I am your host, Rebecca, with First Steps to Sanity, and I will be here each week to give you the foundations, strategies, and witchy ways to help you gain confidence, manage your anxiety, and break the stigma by opening the conversation of mental health. So let's dive right into this week's episode. All right, so today we have Morgan with Elevated Healing. Morgan is a brain rewiring coach that helps others by healing their brains first and implementing business strategy and energetics in order to create a successful business online through Cog and Water. Said it wrong. I know I did as soon as I did it. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You got it. (laughs) All right. So can you tell me more about yourself and your journey within your mental health? Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm 23 years old right now, and I've struggled with my mental health since I was probably like really young, maybe 10 or 11 or 12. Um, A bunch of different things throughout my lifetime. It's kind of evolved in different ways. It started with like depression and anxiety, but um, kind of evolved into more of like a PTSD style mental journey. So um, yeah, that's been intense. And that's like, basically that's the the basis of it is it's just been like a lifelong journey and then I've gone through a lot of really intense things especially over the past couple years that have kind of intensified that for me and made it shift a little bit and then also starting my business was like obviously amplifying different areas that made me like have to look at and work through yeah the business always brings it out man yeah (laughs) business it's like oh you thought you were healed (laughs) yeah right exactly (laughs) but it's good because then you can heal it but it's really weird because you don't expect it Mm -hmm. your first memory of struggling with your mental health I know you said it was usually like around like 10 to 12 years old yeah I was young I was probably yeah maybe around 11 and I remember like just really not liking myself like I when I was a kid honestly I I was really deep in my mental health um journey and I had like self-harm when I was a kid and I like had uh intense like body dysmorphia that's pretty much how it started and I was probably like 11 um and then my parents got divorced when I was about 12 or 13 and then that's when like I got more of a depression type of episode coming through um and yeah but that was pretty much the first memory that I can like actually remember of feeling those issues going on and knowing that something was up how would you say that evolved into your present Yeah, so for a long time, I struggled with an eating disorder. So um, the body dysmorphia and that type of stuff evolved into an eating disorder, kind of like a need for control too at the same time, because I feel like when you have mental health struggles, you feel really out of control because it's like your brain is doing stuff without you even trying. Um, And then I also developed a chronic illness a couple years back. And when that happened, um, I developed major anxiety and it kind of shifted into a PTSD style anxiety because I had some initial traumas around that happening that kind of like made my brain switch a little bit. Um, And now today I don't have depression anymore. I would say that I've completely healed that. I've healed a lot of anxiety, um, the PTSD style stuff too. The only thing I really kind of struggle with now um, is just slight anxiety around certain triggers. But other than that, I've worked through like a lot of it. So now we're pretty good. (laughs) That's great, though, that you're able to work through it and heal through it. Yeah, it was a journey for sure. It was fun, though. That's, yeah, that's, 
it's a whole roller coaster, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're screaming the whole entire time, why the fuck did I get on this thing? And then when you get off, you're like, let's do it again. And everyone's like, you're on crack. Calm down, lady. <laughs> I know, right? Like, did you not see what you just went through? That was intense. <laughs> All right. Like, are you, are you okay? Do you need to be taken to the hospital? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> so what would you say was the breaking moment when you knew you had to do something differently or you were just not going to have that life you wanted? Yeah, so probably a year and a half ago, I was in such a low place, like in my health, um, not only my mental health, my physical health, I was not even able to like leave my house. I just felt like shit every single day. And I had no motivation, no will to get out of the, out of my bed. And um, it was a really, really tough time. And so during that time, um, I was also really upset because I had always had this like dream of being able to work for myself and like have a business that I'm like really passionate about and love what I do and help people, you know, heal. And I was like, how am I even going to do that if I am not healed first off, but also like maybe I should get on that and that might help me feel better. So, um, like really that's when it all started for me when I was like, you know what, like I'm in a really low spot. A lot of people can relate and um, I'm going to figure out how to get out of this. I knew that I was like smart enough and that I was capable enough to be able to figure out my way out of it. And so I just kind of like jumped into starting a business. It was probably a little premature at the time. Like I probably needed to heal a little bit more first, but it definitely like um, gave me a little bit of motivation back and gave me something to like work on while I was, you know, in this place where I was like struggling really hard with my mentality and just everything that was going on in my life. And yeah, I knew that if I didn't like take action, if I didn't do it, then there was nothing like I was just going to keep, I was going to be bedridden for years. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, then COVID happened and we're all bedridden anyway. So it's kind of like, well, shit. <laughs> I, know. I know. It's like, was that like a foreshadowing or something <laughs> that I was going to be stuck at home? I mean, it's good because you started your business ahead of time. So like now you're like, well, all right, guys, have fun going to work. Don't get the disease. I'm here at home. <laughs> I know. I'm blessed that I never had to work like during the the lockdowns and everything. I was never, I still ended up getting coronavirus though, but it's okay. Oh man. That's all, yeah. it's that's, all good. It freaking sucks. Yeah. What did you experience with your mindset when you started your business? Uh, when I started my business, it was like a lot of confidence issues, I think. And I didn't really know like what to do. I actually ended up hiring like a bunch of different coaches so that I could like work through a lot of these things. But um, it was definitely a lot of fear. I struggled a lot with like what, you know, other people would think of me at the time. I, everybody that was following me on Instagram, which is where I pretty much run my whole business was like all from high school and college. And I was like, scared of being judged, which, you know, of course ties back to the other things I've gone through, like with my mental health. But um, yeah, so it was, yeah, a big struggle with confidence and also kind of like, I was confused. Like, I didn't know if I was doing the right thing. I didn't know like really where to start or anything like that. And so it was just a lot of like confusion and overwhelm, which probably didn't help with anxiety either. But um, yeah, I just remember feeling like super overwhelmed with everything that I was putting myself through. <laughs> even though it was like the right move, you know? Like you knew like, all right, this is good. But in the back of your head, you're like, holy shit, I have like 800 things I have to do today. That's fine. That's cool. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Even though I don't feel good, I'm going to do them. You like that dog at the table with the backgrounds like on fire. This is fine. <laughs> this is great. Everything's burning down and you're just like chilling. Like, this is fun. Yeah, this is good. We got this. It's cool. Oh. 
So where would you say you struggled the most with it? Um, I struggled a lot because I had always wanted to, my intention with starting my business was to help people heal, like physically, mentally, everything, because I knew that was what I was passionate about. And the biggest thing that I struggled with was probably like closing that gap because I wasn't fully healed yet. And I was like, how am I supposed to like lead other people, you know, and I just couldn't connect all the dots. It felt like, you know, I had the end goal and like where I was at, but it was really hard to fill in the middle. Um, and so that was probably, that was probably the biggest struggle because it's just very, you start to like doubt yourself a lot and you start to be like, I don't know if I can actually do this because you don't really have a game plan, um, or any experience. <laughs> so that was the first thing I had to do was like get some experience and I coached a lot for free and did stuff like that. And, um, yeah, that kind of got rid of that struggle. Okay. So you wouldn't say it held you back or anything? Um, I don't think it held me back. It cut, actually, it, it almost pushed me forward because I ended up hiring coaches to help, um, which, you know, I'm sure, I don't know if you've had a coach before, but like mentorship is so key. Like it can yeah. quantum leap you in your life. And I went, um, like I made a huge leap. So um, if I wasn't struggling that much with that, I think that I wouldn't have hired a coach. I would have just kept trying to like do it by myself. And so um yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say it held me back, really. Instead, it's the opposite. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Like, when you go out and you invest in a coach and you're like, I'm doing this either way. Like, I need to make it work. That's, like, the best decision you could possibly make. Yeah. Like, having your own best friend that actually gets your business idea. Yeah, it can, like, tell you if it's, like, dumb or, like, tell you what you should actually be doing so you don't, like, waste time. It's just very helpful give you good ideas and such versus when you talk to your actual best friend and they're like, what, what the hell is an Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> like what's digital marketing? I don't know. What, what is this ideal client BS you're talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> don't you just talk to everybody? No, not really. <laughs> My sister actually makes fun of me. She like, it's like an inside joke. She, cause I teach a lot of like the ideal client stuff too. Of course it's like the basics of business and she, I said I was doing these like free calls for a couple of weeks where I was like talking about niching and helping people learn how to niche. And like every time my sister sees me, all she says is just like niche. That's just like all, all she associates with me now. I'm like, oh, great. I'm glad that's what you got out of it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. At least I know I'm consistent. So yeah, right. I mean, hey, that's <laughs> so what was the decision? I'm sorry. What was the vision behind your decision to help people with their mental health? and create a business with Tongan and I read it and I'm like that's what I'm just looking at it like I I can't even say that like <laughs> it's all right we don't speak Japanese for a reason so it's all good <laughs> I even asked you this before we started this I swear I always do that too I always say things wrong I'm just like all right whatever don't ever it's, take it's, what I pronounce things as is legitimate guys I'm just saying <laughs> I know, right? Like, don't learn from me. Just, like, do your own research on what I say, I guess. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. You can check it out there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, so the vision behind my decision. Hmm. I, uh, like I said, I wanted to always, like, be a business owner. Like, some, I was really into traveling um, at the time when I started my business. And I was like, I want to be a digital nomad, blah, blah, blah. And so um, I was super excited to, like, have this, like, uh, freedom-based business. That's what I was really excited about. Um, and then, uh, since I had struggled so much with my mental health and like, I could already see 
the changes that were happening just by me like shifting the perspective I guess that I had on the things that I was dealing with um it was like a, a huge connection um for me to be able to like integrate that somehow into my Kangen business and it was actually it's kind of more difficult to do I guess you would think like because you're s supposedly the job is just selling water machines which is awesome but um I wanted to like make more of an impact and so I I kind of stepped away from Kangen for a little actually and when I did that I focused on just coaching I was just solely um mindset coaching and like helping people heal their brains and stuff like that and when I did that um there were some things I liked about it and some things I didn't like about it but what I didn't like about it was that I could only take like a couple people at a time like I could only work with like three to four maybe five clients at a time um where with something like Kangen I was able to like take on way more so what I ended up doing was like combining both of those things um so that I could help like a million people at one time so right now like I probably work with like 20 to 25 people at any given time um and they have their own community to be able to like heal within that and so um i promise this relates to the the vision that i had because <laughs> um that I, I i in the beginning my vision was kind of skewed because it was very like limited and i was in a weird place and i didn't really understand what was going on with like business and online space and you know healing in general but as i healed more um and then i had those other experiences my vision has now um become like building this like essentially sacred place where people can you know share what's going on in their heads and like actually heal from trauma um and heal their bodies at the same time with the water and just like you know a, a very holistic perspective and like approach to healing i guess yeah and you conquer everything you're like if it's inside your body i got you bro yeah <laughs> if you can touch it or hear it or feel it like i got you like, we got this yep so where it worked we, out perfectly. Oh, sorry. I like no, go ahead. I went to talk, I like choked a little bit and I'm like uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. No, I don't edit this either. So when people listen to this, they probably just sit there and think, like, I swear this girl does drugs. Like <laughs> Yeah. But that's the best way. Like be authentic, you know? Like yeah. I think the only cool. thing I edited was when my dog started screech barking and I was like, okay, nobody needs to hear that. Like that's another level. <laughs> That's a little obnoxious, maybe. <laughs> All right. They're driving down the road. It's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, so where would you say you're at now with your mental health? Um, now I'm in a much better place. It's like way more manageable. Of course, like some of these things, um, as much as I would like to say like, yes, you can just completely eradicate everything that's wrong. Sometimes we have like lessons to learn in them. And like my mental health has been one of my greatest teachers so um still at this point i like i said like i don't have depression anymore i definitely don't have like um any more like ptsd style stuff and no more body dysmorphia or eating disorder or anything like that the only thing is just a little bit of anxiety around certain things um it's actually weird because i have i've never really was one to get like anxiety attacks or panic attacks but last night i had like a really intense panic attack for like an hour and a half and I was like, why is this happening to me? And it just felt like, I don't know how spiritual you are, but I'm like super spiritual. Um, and it just like, I felt like it was just like here to remind me like, wow, like this is how far that you've come. Like you have, it, it affected me. It was scary while I was going through it, of course. But afterwards I was like, that, that was awesome. Like I just got through that and I didn't even like freak out. I didn't cry. Like I 
just managed it well. So, um, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm doing great. I would say my mental health is, is I would say 9.5 out of 10. (laughs) That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. Like when you have that random anxiety, it's like really just a reminder of like, wow, I used to feel like shit all the time. Yeah. I'm doing great. <laughs> like I used to like feel this way and then freak out even more. And now I feel it and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, like this, no this stress. Attack. I'm going through something. It's okay. Breathe deep. Ooh. Yeah. We're good. Uh, like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If only it was actually that simple, but like, <laughs> I know, right? We're making it sound way easier than it actually it is. <laughs> and that's like the most annoying thing. I had this coworker like years ago that whenever I'd like start kind of like beginning to freak out, he'd just be like, just woosa, just woosa. And I'm like, I'm gonna woosa you against this wall, bitch. Like, what is your problem? It's like, You're gonna get punched. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like a like a more of a condescending, like, just calm down. Like, you don't know what you're telling me to do right now. <laughs> like, All right? Like, you're telling me to calm down is just making me want to freak the fuck out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's making it worse. <laughs> well, what would you say was the hardest part in managing your mental health? Uh, the hardest part was definitely that I had to do it all alone. It was very lonely. My parents didn't understand. My friends didn't understand. Nobody really checked up on me. Like, it was very lonely. And then at the same time, I was in a place where I was like afraid to ask for help. So I would never express any of that. And I would just be like suffering in silence. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was definitely the hardest. And it's still kind of like that. I mean, I have a way better support system now. But um, yeah, it was it was difficult for a time because it was like, you know, you're going through something and you don't really realize like how helpful it is to have people there to like actually like hold your hand and walk you through it and make you feel safe and okay and like I had to play that role for myself in every single way um which now I'm like grateful for because I got to learn and now I can teach people how to do it without support too um but at the time it was like that was that was really hard if I could have changed one thing I think I would have had a better support system yeah did you use um, like a traditional therapist or did you use mindset coaching? Yeah, so I went to therapy a couple times. Um, therapy didn't necessarily work that, that well for me because I have a hard time. Like I need people to ask me the right questions. Like I'm not somebody who like opens up very well and just like will start talking about everything or like connects the dots or like know that these certain things were actually traumas. Like I just thought they were like my life, you know, like it didn't seem like a lot of things were traumas. Um, and so therapy was good for like a friend, but it didn't really like help me as much as I thought it was going to. Um, I ended up, my now roommate, um, sh- I hired her a couple months ago as a coach because she healed herself completely um, using brain rewiring and like some other stuff like trauma healing and um, that kind of stuff. So I hired her to teach me basically everything she knew. Um, and then from that, I've used that and then I've combined like some other experiences that I've gone through and just like my my intuition I guess my intuition has been a huge part of it because it's like it it has led me to like the correct things um and just like life unfolding in general like as life like continues to go on like I have more experiences and it shows me like the reasons why and like exposes more so um kind of like a combination I guess you could say you know Okay, cool. Yeah, I think you're like the first one on here who hasn't gone to therapy besides me. Well, I mean, really gone. I went to 13 therapists, dude. They all, I don't want to say sucked, 
but they didn't help. Wow. Yeah, I had to do it by myself because I kept going and like, my mom's like, okay, we'll try another one. And I'm like, okay. And then I try another one. And then 13 later, I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like I had every ethnicity in America, gender, like I, I've had Everything. the board. Like <laughs> That's crazy. Good for you for committing to trying 13 different ones though. Like you gave it a real shot. Yeah. It was over like, I wouldn't say it was like eight years. Like I would wow. stop going altogether and then it would get to be too much for me to manage. So I'd try to go back and be like, okay, well, this one's going to be different. And there was one that helped with the current situation. But once that was taken care of, she couldn't go deeper. Mm. So I, I see. Think she was, yeah, I think I saw her for like six weeks. I think she was the longest one I saw. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't really like helping as much as I anticipated. Yeah. And that's when I figured out about like mindset coaches and they do, they ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. It's like they, they have like this ability to press a button and get deeper in your mind than therapists have ever been able to do for me. So when I heard you talking about like mindset coaches and stuff, I was like, oh dude, did she do that too? Like, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's like, it's, it's even better too. I feel like with uh, coaching because like you, uh, everybody's like branding themselves, like coaches brand themselves. So like whatever, whoever you gravitate towards most likely they have a very similar experience to you, you know? And so they know the, they know the questions to ask. They've been through similar things. And so I feel like they can like really get in there compared to like a therapist who's like maybe 20 years older than you and like has kids or something completely different than your life, you know? Yeah. And they always tried to use religion and I was like, okay, I'm not yeah. against religion, but like, it's not the answer to everything. Like you yeah. need to have some sort of other foundation. Yeah. And like with mindset coaches, and I don't want to say it like in a, oh, your shit's going to be on the internet, but like they don't have the same laws where they have to, you know, respect privacy. So they can tell you like, hey, you're not alone. I had three other clients going through this, but like a therapist mm -hmm. could not say that. They'd be like, license revoked, you're done. So you don't even see the people going in and out because they get there before you do and leave like way before you even walk in the door so you're like all right I'm literally like her only client I'm all alone nobody gets this like it sucks so it's kind of like yeah. a completely different community that's a really good point that's true because like you don't in therapy like you don't have you don't feel like anybody else is going through it with you whereas like so with coaching you're like oh like this person went through it or like the, here I had a coach connect me with a girl she was like you guys have been through like the same thing you should talk and now we're like really good friends and that would have never happened in therapy yeah they couldn't do that and they usually have like facebook groups with like a crap ton of their clients and then you're like True. damn now i'm really not alone <laughs> there's like a few thousand people in this group cool i feel better <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. so what would you say your process was in managing your mental health it was really it, honestly like it sounds so like I don't know. It sounds so weird, but my intuition was the most important thing because there's not like what works for me isn't going to work for you. And like, there's not one thing that I'm consistent with the whole time. It's not like I structured everything out and like planned my healing journey out or whatever. It was like a matter of feeling like what I need most, like right now at this point in my life, this day, this week, whatever. Um, and then going from there. And once I started surrendering to that and letting it be more loose, cause like 
you can go on the internet and literally find anything proven. They'll be like, oh, butter is good for you. Butter is bad for you. But you know, like there's literally contradicting sides to everything. So it's impossible. You would literally have to test everything. Yeah, I guess, you know, to be able to know like what works for you. Um, and so I just kind of said, fuck that, because I did that for years and it didn't work. And so um, from there, I just kind of like listened to what my body actually wanted and what like, I would kind of notice like what my brain was going through. So if I was going through a depressive episode or something, I would just like let myself go through it and I would like let myself do whatever I wanted. I remember there were, when I was first healing, um, the first thing I teach like is to get out of fight or flight mode. So that's like, this was my journey of like putting myself in a little healing bubble and like getting myself out of that fight or flight mode all the time. Um, I laid in bed for like another couple months, but all I did was like watch Netflix and I like ate burgers and milkshakes like every day and just like did whatever I wanted and, and didn't judge myself for it. That's the biggest thing. I didn't feel guilty for it or like have resistance to doing it or being like, I'm wasting time, even though I owned a business and everything. I just did it and um, it felt amazing and it pulled me right out of fight or flight mode. But now if I would do that, like it wouldn't make me feel good because now I would just feel lazy um and so yeah so now you know it looks different I have different practices I practice like grounding and um some I do brain rewiring still pretty consistently and stuff like that but um yeah so it's really my biggest thing was definitely just like following my intuition and like listening to what I was drawn to and checking in with myself like consistently and was that hard to shift to from like not checking in with yourself, judging yourself, feeling guilty, and then like shifting to a place where you're not judging yourself and you're not feeling guilty and you're just doing what you feel like you should be doing. Yeah, it was actually weird because like you would feel like it would be hard, right? You feel like you would almost have to force yourself to like not judge yourself for those things, especially because um, we judge ourselves for like everything, I feel like, just naturally. Um, and surprisingly I found that like I was a pretty negative person my self-talk wasn't like that great even though I thought it was um but I definitely like always had my best interest at heart and so what I realized when I decided to switch to doing that and like just releasing and surrendering to it and just like letting it happen um I realized that I have tried everything else and that I haven't tried this and I found some knowledge because at the time when I started doing that beforehand I um had a pretty severe eating disorder like I was very thin and um sick and I was only eating like fruit and my it like it was ridiculous but um anyways so during that time I had always like researched everything I had always controlled my diet I had always like followed what the doctors say or, like who I was seeing or whatever you know um and it wasn't working and when I realized that I have been trying for a long time and it's not working um if I do the opposite, it might do something different, you know, but I can't do the opposite and feel guilt about it. And so I really saw it as, I saw that time as healing and the fact that I saw it as healing, it, it wasn't as hard to shift to it um, because I was like, I trusted that it was helping me. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, man. Thanks. That was a that was a time in my life that was so fun though being able to just like watch netflix and eat whatever i wanted for a long time it was good i know you had me at burgers i was like what okay oh oh yeah Down, <laughs> every like, day every day i'm about to go get a burger now uh <laughs> <laughs> i had two like two days in a row this week so it's all good 
It's great. I had a mini pizza today, so it's all right. We got this. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your biggest tip to someone going through their own battle with mental health would be? Oh, yeah. Hmm. The biggest tip. I would say, I would say, I, okay, this is going to sound weird, but the biggest thing that helped me, I think, especially in the beginning, was questioning myself. And I realized that um, I might be wrong about a lot of things. Like, I, you know, I believe certain things, I'm acting in a certain way, um, and I'm living life a certain way, but I might be wrong. And also what I'm thinking might be wrong, and I'm just accepting that as truth. So um, I always, like, invite all my clients now to to recognize that and I tell them you know like drop everything that you thought you knew <laughs> just like get rid of it all um and obviously I would advise you to follow your intuition um on that healing journey to be able to like be guided to the things that you need but um yeah that was definitely like the biggest thing was just questioning myself and being like but what if what if the opposite was true? And the same thing goes for, um, let's say if you do deal with something like anxiety and normally what comes along with that or mental illness in general is that we anticipate the worst in situations and we're like, oh, this is going to be bad. This is going to turn out bad or like this could go wrong or like this might happen like this or this person doesn't like me. Um, and obviously you can ask yourself, you know, maybe I'm wrong about that. But um, once I realized that it could just as easily be a healing moment for you instead of a, a scary moment, um, it's like a, it's more than a 50-50 chance. Like it's, it's more likely that it's going to go fine, um, but we don't tend to think that. And so, um, yeah, that was, that's a huge one to calm me down, especially like in the moment. Um, that was a huge tip that I used. So yeah, that was kind of all over the place, but that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> No, it made complete sense, actually. It was, like, really good. And it's so, like, I don't want to say simple because that makes it sound bad, but, like, it really kind of is. It's a very easy thing. Like, okay, well, of course now I can't think of a negative thought off the top of my head. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, my business is going to fail. Well, what if it doesn't? Like, yeah. you don't know. You're not a fortune teller. So just yeah. do it. And if it fails, then it fails. Like, you know what not to do next time. <laughs> Yeah, just, like, course correct, and, like, if it fails, it's gonna put you on the path that you're supposed to be on, like, you might have to go through that failure to, like, get to where you need to be, you know? Yeah. Like, just accept it, just ride, just flow the waves of life, like. <laughs> yeah, man, and that's something that nobody ever told me, like, when I was growing up, either. If somebody would have said, why don't you just question your thoughts, I would have been like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. <laughs> That is revolutionary right there. Like, I would have been, like, 13 sitting in, like, the couch, been like, bitch, what? You can do that? Like, I thought you just had to do with what your head said. Like, like I thought you just had to, like, take all that and believe it. But nah. And I know there's somebody listening to this, too, like, oh, motherfucker, that's so easy. I could totally do that. Why am I not doing that? Like, I know. It's like, why didn't I think of that? It's, like, simple enough to be like, wow, I should have thought of that sooner. Yeah, right? I don't know. But. <laughs> it's all good. I know. It's, I love that, though. I love asking that question to everybody that comes on here because usually the answers are really simple and it's things that people don't think of off the top of their head. But then when somebody says it, you're like, damn, I could have been doing that. 
<laughs> right? You're like, oh my gosh, I could have been doing that this whole time. It's not even hard. Yeah, right? Like it takes two seconds. But anyway. yeah. So exactly. I want to hear more about your mentorship. I think you have like two different packages with it, if I understood correctly. Yeah. So essentially like there's, there's two different options. It depends like what the person that I'm going to work with looks for is looking for essentially. So, um, I have more like healing based clients and those are people who are just struggling like either physically or mentally and need to, um, work on like healing all of that up. And so that looks like more of like a in-depth trauma healing total like brain rewiring and life renovation type of thing um and then the other option is working with kong and water and so what that looks like is more of a combination mentorship of business and scaling an online business with kong and water um and healing more physically and then also implementing everything obviously because you it's so much easier to run a successful business if you heal first <laughs> you can handle it yeah. So, um, yeah, so I teach that all in Kongen and to my Kongen team as well, but some people don't want to grow an online business. Some people just want to heal. And if that's the case, then I just work one-on-one -on -one mentorship. And tell us more about Kongen. Like what exactly is it that they specifically do? Yeah. So Kongen machines are water ionizers. They're actually medical grade water ionizers. They are like the most antioxidant thing that you can consume um and so they're really anti-inflammatory they the water fight, fights uh free radicals and stuff like that if you look up um electric Coggins a brand name so electrolyzed reduced water hydrogen rich water is like the technical name for the water um and it, there's actually a ton of studies done um on hydrogen and electrolyzed reduced water that um show improvements in mental health too so it's really healing for the brain. Um, and that's kind of like why I got it. So I was like, so interested in the brain and healing all of that. And, um, yeah, there's a bunch of like really crazy success stories with the water. Um, it just supports like all of your overall health and makes your body function like at a higher optimal rate, I guess. <laughs> Helps you focus as your highest self. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Helps you be a boss. Right, man. <laughs> I have like my big water jug and this whole entire time I'm just drinking it as I'm talking to the awesome lady that has a mentorship with a water company. Like I just I know, recognize right? the irony of that. <laughs> what a coincidence. We love water over here. Yeah. Too, too, too. I always tell them, I'm like, if you drink, I think I do. I've been slacking because I work at home now. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't really do as much and it's been really cold in Florida and I'm in Florida. So when it gets oh, to like shit. 60 degrees, it's like, I can't go out That's there. Too much. It's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> I turned on my oh, heater today. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy, dude. Here it's like 20 right now. So <laughs> it got down to like 40 yesterday, and I thought I was gonna die. I was like, I, I don't really know how to close this. <laughs> I know, like, what do you even wear? Like, you just got shorts and t-shirts, like three what? pairs of shorts, and then you just <laughs> hope that your calves are good, man. <laughs> Put on some socks and you'll be straight. Yeah, just like, ugh, get the long socks. No, we had to actually go search our closet for our pants to yesterday. It was horrible. <laughs> Dang, a whole journey. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but no, I'm always saying, like, if you drink water, it was such a simple thing that I actually started to do because I wanted to lose weight. Mm. And it helped so much. Like, it took away headaches. It took away, you know, like, the blah energy that you have because you're living off of iced coffee and that doesn't do anything for you <laughs> yeah right 
freaking caffeine all day. Yeah, man. I was like, I'm actually more energized not drinking as much caffeine, which Mm -hmm. makes sense, but it does, like, I don't know. It's crazy. And, like, we under, we, like, value every other part of health. We're like, oh, our diet and, like, exercise. Like, nobody ever really talks about, like, you need to be drinking, like, water and, like, probably good water. (laughs) Yeah, like, don't drink the crap in the ocean. There's salt in it. You will die. Like, yeah. I made that mistake today. Really? Oh, that's that's so bad. Well, it wasn't like unintentional. I was like diving into the ocean and I was being stupid. And then I ended up like falling weird. And I took like a <laughs> mouthful of water because I got like bitch slapped by a wave. It was oh, It was the worst thing ever. Like just a mouthful of salt water. You cannot <laughs> fix that. You're just dehydrated for like the next three days. I was <laughs> drinking. I was hung over the next day. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? It was horrible. Oh, that's crazy. The ocean's freaking relentless. It's like, I'm gonna take you out, girl. Yeah, it bitch slapped me and then ruined my body. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Florida where the lawless swamp is. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> all right if people want to get a hold of you where's the best place to reach you instagram my instagram is morgan lease and it has two n's so m-o-r-g-a-n-n-l-i-s-e and it'll be in the show notes guys too so you can stalk her and be like "Mm, i'm gonna hire her (laughs) (laughs) come chat we have fun on instagram so there you go heck yeah you're not having fun what are you even doing oh my i was like trying to move my mouse on my other computer on here and i'm like why is it not working (laughs) oh never mind (laughs) i guess it's the wrong one dummy anyways all right (laughs) that was morgan and again she's with elevated healing i'm gonna have all of her contact information in the notes guys definitely check her out and if you're interested in starting your own business but you're not sure really what you want to do check her out because network marketing is the best place to start if you want to be an entrepreneur but you have no idea what you want to do it will help you you know niche down figure out what you like and what you don't and then all the while you're making bank so everybody have a good day and we will see you later i hope you enjoyed this week's episode for more bomb ass content follow me on instagram at first steps to sanity or leave me a review and let me know what your favorite part was i can't wait to see you guys next week bye